Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Friday, June the 9th, and welcome to our commentary. Well, there's one story today in the United States, and that is, of course, the indictment of former President uh, Trump. The indictment, uh, I think it happened this morning or last night, and uh, it is unsealed today. I'm sure the legal experts are going to go through it. A lot of it has to do with the Espionage Act. Uh, some of it has to do with obstruction of justice. That's uh, the information that I'm getting from just listening to the same news reports that you are listening to. So we're going to leave uh, the analysis of the indictment to experts, people who actually know these things. For example, Andy McCarthy uh, of National Review. He's also a, a special contributor to Fox News. Uh, he's a very good guy. Uh, Professor Jonathan Turley who is, I think, uh, has been always very good on these things. And then Professor Alan Dorshowitz. These three people, for me, are the most credible names at a time like this. There may be others that you like. There may be others that you follow. But these three are the ones that I personally go to at a time like this because they're very straightforward. They, you know, they don't have a, a political agenda, and they give it to you, they give it to you straight. So I'm going to wait to hear what they have to say about it before I, I myself tell you what's in it, because I'd rather have legal experts uh, explain to me uh, what's in it. But I, I do think, I do think, and I'm going to credit uh, Professor Alan Dorshowitz about this. Uh, he was on television, I think it was last night or this morning, and he was, you know, he was being asked questions about the indictment. And he said something very interesting. He says that this indictment better meet the Nixon standard. And what that means is that it has to be so strong, it has to be so good, it has to be so uh, tight that it cannot be challenged. That's, that's basically what he's saying. He's saying that this document or this indictment has to speak for itself, that any reasonable person looks at it and goes, okay, all right, uh, we, got a, we got a problem here. And we'll see. We'll see if that's the case. So that's really the that is the challenge to this uh, special prosecutor, Jack Smith, and the Department of Justice. I mean, this is their challenge. They're going to have to put a case on the table that everybody looks at and says, okay, we may like President Trump, but he's guilty. I mean, it's going to have to be that kind of a case. It's going to have to be a perfect pitch. If I could use uh, a baseball analogy, it's going to have to be right down the middle of the plate, a perfect strike if they want the American people to take it seriously. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. There's also a court of public opinion here. And there are lots and lots of people who keep looking at what is happening to our justice, you know, and they go, wait a minute, you know, Hillary Clinton, we remember that case where the director of the FBI went on TV and enumerated all of the violations of the law that she had done or she had committed and nothing ever happened to her. Then you have, of course, now with President Trump, uh, you know, the impeachments and, and these, uh, I mean, this uh, indictment out of New York that is completely ridiculous. And now you've got this one. And I think a lot of people look at this and go, wait a minute, Biden had whole box of bo boxes, boxes of documents in his home. What happened to that? 
There's also, if you remember, the case of Sandy Berger, who used to work for the Clinton administration. They caught him. He was at the archives, and he was going out the door with a bunch of documents, you know, in his coats, in his pockets, and they stopped him going out the door. They arrested him. What happened to him? He got probation. Uh, you know, then there's uh, the case of, uh, remember, General Petraeus, who was also involved in, in these uh, problems with documents. What happened to him? Well, they didn't send the FBI to his home. I think he was forced to resign and did lose uh, some of his uh, titles and so on. So there, it's been an inconsistent application of this. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And to all of a sudden turn it all against President Trump, I think that's going to be, from the standpoint of public opinion, that is going to be a very difficult thing for this uh, particular investigation to prove. So they're going to have to really go way beyond, way beyond. They're going to have to throw a perfect strike, as I just said. They're going to have to make this so good, so airtight, that people say, you know what? They're right. President Trump violated the law. Yeah, they're right. President Trump is guilty of this. Yes, they're right. President Trump is guilty of this. Unless it is that way, unless it is that airtight, uh, I think this is a huge political problem for the Department of Justice, and it's just going to divide the country even more than it already is. And that's what worries me. And this is where, uh, you know, this is where I, I really, uh, you know, I really have to ask myself the question, what was the attorney general thinking when he authorized this indictment? The fact is that the attorney general could have taken a different route. He could have gone to the American people and said, uh, look, you know, we have problems with what President Trump did. We have problems with what President Biden did or former then Vice President Biden. Uh, we obviously have problems with what former Secretary Clinton did. And all of these things together uh, tell us that maybe it's time for the Congress to clarify exactly what this law is with respect to documents and maybe come up with a a more clear message or certainly a more clear standard so that future presidents and other people know what they're getting into or what they're, what they're uh, doing. Let me say hello to my friend. I am. So I think that this is, uh, you know, this is what I thought he was going to do. I think that that's would have been, that would have been a, a much better, a much better option for the country. If the attorney general had taken into consideration how divided the country is, and how so many people, including myself, believe that there's a double standard of justice. And so far, he hasn't really done anything uh, to, uh, to uh, take care of, of that issue for most Americans. So look, as I said at the very beginning of my presentation, we're going to have to wait for the legal experts to, uh, to tell us what they think of the indictment. I am sure that they'll have a chance to read it today. We'll probably do another video over the weekend and comment. I know on, on Sunday night, we'll be talking to George Rodriguez, so I'm sure we'll get into that uh, with him. I'm trying to get another, another guest uh, uh, in the next couple of days to talk further about this. But if you're going to go after a former president, if you're going to go after a former president with an indictment, and he's of the other political party, and he is going to be, he's going to be the, the man that you're going to be running against in the next election. If you're going to go in that, in that uh, direction and you're going to indict a former president, you better have a case that is way beyond, way beyond uh, dispute. 
and well, we'll see. We'll see what uh, they come up with. And as I said, I'll wait for some experts. But I would have preferred a different solution. I would have preferred for the attorney generals to take into account what's happening in the country, the fact that there's an election, the fact that this is going to disrupt the election. I would have preferred him for him to take that into account and, and, and go in an entirely different route. Now, how is this going to impact the primary? I don't think it will impact the primary much uh, for the simple reason that this is going to be the topic in the primaries. All the candidates are going to be talking about. They're going to be talking about uh, the indictment of Trump and the politicization of our Department of Justice. So that's what they're going to be talking about. Beyond that, meaning the 2024 election, I don't know because there's so many other things in the air. There are so many other things going on, so many other balls in the air, as they like to say, including China, for example, talking uh, reports of China talking to the communist uh, dictatorship in Cuba about setting up a military base to spy on the United States. That's a pretty big deal and something that we probably should be talking about as well uh, in the country. So I would have preferred a different route. I think the attorney general had the option to go in a different direction here and to spare the country the the divisions that are coming. But I guess, you know, they're, they're just too hung up on Trump. They're just too hung up on Trump, and that's uh, that's all they're, they're going to do. And I, I think this, uh, this uh, indictment of Trump was almost predetermined, and they knew they had to do it. They knew to, they had to do it, and I think they just found the right time uh, – the right, right time to do it. And by the way, I have a post over at the American Thinker today, changing subjects, talking about this whole movement, this whole pride movement in the country. I think there's a backlash developing, a really big backlash, because I think they've gone too far. They've gone from, you know, let's say um, people being recognized for having a certain sexual orientation to having people dress up as men, men dress up as women and dancing in front of our kids. I think they've gone too far in that direction. And that's why I think there's a huge backlash uh, happening in the country. I'll say one last thing on this day in history. If you have a chance, if you have a chance, go to YouTube and watch Secretariat 50 years ago today, Secretariat, the Horse Secretariat, 50 years ago today, winning the Triple Crown. If you want to see probably the greatest horse race that you've ever seen, check out Secretariat, Triple Crown, 1973. It was on this day that Secretariat won the Triple Crown. That horse was so fast that it was like 20 horses. I mean, the distance between number one and number two was huge. It barely fit. I mean, you could have the screen. There was only one horse in the screen. That is how fast Secretariat was going that day. So check it out. Check it out. Even if you don't like horse racing, just check out. Check out the fact that uh, this was just an amazing horse race. 50 years ago today when Secretariat won the Triple Crown. Thank you for listening. We'll have a lot more to say about the indictment over the next few days. Right now, we just have a a simple reaction to it, which is that, uh, I repeat, this better be a very strong indictment. Otherwise, this country, I think, is going to be very disappointed with what's happening in the Department of Justice. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks to all of you for your comments. I agree with all of you, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Remember, we'll be chatting with George Rodriguez on Sunday night, and we'll talk about a lot of things, including this indictment. Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.